0: Good morning, good people. Welcome to ABC Sports Live the day after the Super Bowl, streaming live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! That is a wrap. For the 2023 NFL season. And once again, y'all, the Kansas City Chiefs standing at the top, man. They're standing at the top. I have some brief thoughts on that. And of course, I want to hear from y'all if you happen to watch the Super Bowl last night, which why wouldn't it's the final game of NFL season. We won't have NFL football again until July. August so you should have been locked in man uh yeah it's a wrap so we'll talk about that we'll also hit the roundup things got a little weird and murky around Dallas but if you guys rock with the Skywalker morning show you are already aware of a lot of these things so we'll kind of run that back in the roundup plus we'll hear from one of the candidates as well and then finally as you guys see down here we are going to wrap up our hindsight series. We had to throw a little curveball on Friday. We were going to wrap it up Friday, but we're going to wrap it up today. So we're going to talk a little bit about the bowl, but mostly, mostly, we're going to run back and review this cornerback room, which is fitting, given how the game played out last night for the winner. Very fitting that we talk about this cornerback room, but good morning, Bob Squad. Bomb Squad! How is everybody doing? Now, you know, I, I know that everybody's probably wants to talk about some of the, the things that went on prior to the Super Bowl, uh, but but maybe we'll touch on that if you guys call into the show. Uh, before we move forward here, one second, y'all. Let me fix this on my end. Bada bing, bada boom. Realest guys in the room. Bam. Congratulations to the Chiefs congratulations man uh Andy Pat y'all know how I feel about those two there's only one there's only one other duo in my opinion that's better than these guys uh, Some would argue Montana and, and Bill Walsh and I'm not going to fight you but this is the modern day Tom Brady Bill Belichick let's just be real Bill and them got six Tom got seven so they got a long way to go but let me let me just say this about these two In regards to Pat and and, and Andy Reid, if those boys do three in a row next year, which has never been done in the history of the sport, Cowboys should do it. Y'all, I I think the conversation is going to have to be a lot closer than a lot of people are saying. I totally get it. Tom Brady got the seven rings, bro, only got three. I hear you. I got you. I feel you. But I think Pat's better. I'm just saying, you know, I, I think he's a better quarterback. Tom just got more rings. Been playing long, for 20 years, you know, Bill Belichick for most of that, you know. Shouts out to Andy Reid, though, and Patrick Mahomes. I will never bet against these two, ever. As long as they're paired up like this, I'm not betting against them. That's why, you know, I was rooting for the Chiefs, but I figured the Chiefs would win because they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. With that said, though. I don't know how many people are giving this man flowers here. There may be some people who are not aware who this guy is. This is Steve Spagnola, a.k.a. Spags, a.k.a. a 64-year-old defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Now, a lot of people on the Twitter world, in real life, they're afraid of these old people. They kiki and he he these old men. I'm okay. I mean, all right. But they won that Super Bowl because of him. <laughs> hey, look, there's no knock to Andy Reid. There's no knock to Patrick Mahomes. They absolutely needed Pat to, to do his thing at the end of the game, right? To get to capture that third ring. They needed Pat to stay in right? But the Chiefs not only won it, but were in it. Because of that man. That man has like five rings as a defensive coordinator. It could be four. Maybe it's four. Whatever, though. He has like four or five rings as purely a defensive coordinator. If you go look at his resume, what he did to the 07 Patriots, what he did in this run this year. The Patriots, I'm sorry, the Chiefs defense. Gave up an average of 15 points per game in the postseason. Six turnovers. The Chiefs offense won something like 16. Well, I, don't know if I could be wrong. It was like double-digit possessions. Not scoring a touchdown. And never were out of it because of that man. If there was a Hall of Fame for assistant coaches, maybe there is, I, I don't know. How do you not put Spags in there, man? How do you not do it? Now, I understand he's been there for a while. I understand he's he's had his, his downfalls as a head coach, but usually these defensive coordinators, when they go be a head coach, they flame out, they go back to being defensive coordinators, and they have success, usually. Spags dialed it up last night. Even when... Pat threw a horrible interception to start the second half. I mean, atrocious. They gave up zero points. Mm -hmm. Even when the Niners might have drove into that green zone, red zone, money zone area, pushed them back, punt, field goal. Only let them in the red zone twice, and they only scored a touchdown once. The big stop in overtime. I'm tweeting like everybody's tweeting. right? We're tweeting. I'm like, hey, man, Christian McCaffrey taking over in this, in this overtime game. They drive. They drive to get all the way down to the 10-yard line or whatever. And I just kept thinking, every time they get into a third-down situation, I just know Spags is going to dial it up. And he did. He dialed it up. Forced young Brock Purdy. All right? He's a young kid. He's not. He hasn't been here long forced him into a, a rush throw or rush decision. And he missed Ayuk open in the back. threw it up. Cause Spags dialed it up. So 100% you don't get there without Pat. You don't get there without Andy. You don't get there without Spags either though. That's why I'm going to shine light on him. Cause I don't know how much light is going to be shine on him moving forward. Um, Funny thing, they asked him about if he wanted to be a head coach. He said, sure, man, of course. But as long as we win the Super Bowls, I'm good. <laughs> Gotta love Spags. And, 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 and the reason why I kind of bring this up, not the main reason, um, but you, you look at him, he, he's he's not youthful, but he he has youthful energy. Uh, he has more wisdom. I think I would like to use that word. Shout out to Koye more than like old. Um, I think he's comfortable in his skin. He's not looking for a head coaching job or anything like that. He said, he, yeah, sure, whatever, but I'm comfortable here. Very similar type of guy could potentially be here in Dallas. We'll see. I, I don't know uh, in regards to if he wants to be head coach again, if he even be here as long as Spags has been there in, in Kansas City. But they run a very similar scheme. Very similar scheme. So I just wanted to give him a, a big shout out. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to Pat and Andy getting three um, and also Spaz getting three with them. So for me, love the Super Bowl. Uh, I know it wasn't as as fun in regards to points and whatnot. But again, I love this game. I think if you know me, I just love football. I knew this was the last bit of football we were going to get for a long time. So every possession I was, I'm not even invested into this game emotionally, but every possession I was hanging on, you know, as if it was the last one and, Ended up being what a walk off game. Speaking of which, walk off overtime, second overtime Super Bowl in the history of the game. This is the first one though, where you know you had the situation of not the first one. Yeah, yeah, it is the first. It's the first one where the the a uh, first score doesn't win the game, and then they change the overtime rule. The first touchdown doesn't win the game. This one was any everybody gets a chance to go down and retaliate, whether it be a touchdown scored or a field goal scored, right? But I ain't gonna hold you. It got real weird at the end of that. Um, and Tony... Oh, by the way, Tony Romo was... Oh, bro, I was like... Oh, my God, bro. Oh,
2: hell no, man. What the fuck, man?
0: Just... Get your ass on, bro. Get your goddamn down. Bro, I was tired of Tony. Here you go, Jim! Yo, get him off. He got don't ever put Tony Romo in the Super Bowl ever again. God, he was terrible. There was a throw. Patrick Mahomes threw a ball behind somebody, right? And Tony was like, I don't know, Jim. He might have he might have. No, he didn't say might have. He's he felt the defender's arm rising above the waistline and he had to throw it behind
3: him, Jim!
0: Hey Tony, get off my TV, dog. Patrick Mahomes felt somebody's Tony. Give me Troy and him. Get give me give me Kevin Burkhardt and, and Olsen. I know y'all don't like him either. But come on, man. Am I lying? Get him my pocket. Anyway, my bad. I ain't mean to go with but, but Tony weird, man. Um, where was I at? My, 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 he starts singing too. Did y'all hear him singing? Dad, Tony was on one, man. Tony was on one. My bad, y'all. Let me just move forward. How about Usher bringing an A to the world, though, boy? Come on, man. Come on, can I get a bomb? Can I get a. <laughs> Usher brought the A to the world for real. And, you know, you can't please everybody. I'm also learning that in this industry. But I was shocked how many people were uh, put off or something by this this performance, man. First of all, I'm just glad he performed some songs I thought he was not going to do. I thought this was going to be, oh, my God, and yeah, like 17 different times on loop because, you know. So if you only knew, oh, my God, and yeah, just say that. But when he drops Superstar, <laughs> let's go. Usher really doing this. Okay, Usher, I appreciate you, big dog. Now, he he has so many hits, man. I mean, I, I, I shout out to Two I told Two I he could just drop 8701, and I'm good. Me personally, I'm fine. 8701, confessions, and we could just rock. My way, I mean, he, he don't really got to do nothing else. But he has to appease to a, You know what I mean? He got to appease everybody So I'm like, cool The only problem I got with Usher, man Why are you rubbing up on Alicia like that? Right? I get it, the whole thing Usher's performing in Vegas And, you know, social media You bring the celebrities And he does the little thing with them But it's the Super Bowl That woman got a husband hundred and fifty billion people just saw you. You know what I mean? Mm mm. You really might have to put put hands on Usher, dog. You might have to put hands. Hey Usher, you got to chill. But but the but the halftime show to me, man, I was in my living room. I was a town stopping and thunder clapping, and 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 my way in. I had fun. Me and my wife had fun with the halftime show. I'm not gonna go out and say this the best of all time or anything like that, but it is one. It was one of the more fun ones, period. Definitely in, in the last you know decade or so, I enjoyed it. But I'm just saying, if all you knew was yeah, and oh my god, just say that. That's all I'm saying. Just say that. I'm gonna talk to y'all about all this in a second, though, man. Um, if y'all don't mind, let me. Yeah, I know Swiss, Swiss gonna have to put some pause on that. If y'all don't mind, let's hit this roundup real quick, right? Y'all funny. Let's talk about what happened before the Super Bowl. I'm gonna come out of this, I'm gonna rap to y'all for a little bit on the phones, and we're gonna jump into this cornerback. All right, let's do that. Let's do that real quick. Wait. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! Time.
4: It's time! It's time! It is time for...
0: It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys.
4: Let me talk to you.
0: Let me talk to you, Cowboys Nation. About this Rex Ryan thing. So Rex Ryan was on what was it ESPN NFL Countdown before the Super Bowl and he talked about why he wants the job in Dallas. And it got Cowboys fans fired up. I'm not going to lie. It kind of got me fired up too just hearing him talk. I've got a couple I, I, I think Rex is angling not just <laughs> for the job though. But I, I I'll, I'll bring that up in here in a second. However, in doing so he kind of refuted what Adam Schefter had to say in his lead up and teaser or whatever and boy you know Schefter was oh yeah Rex Ryan did an amazing job relax Adam relax but he alluded to the point that hey man this thing is not over yet Uh, it's not it's not done in regards to Mike Zimmer and then the nation got wind of it And it started circulating. The speculation was gone. And it was confusion taking over in Cowboys Nation. It's not official. What's going on? But if you were here Friday morning, you knew it was never official. Shoot, I told y'all it wasn't official Thursday night. That's why you got to rock with A to Z in the morning. In case you missed it though this was friday morning basically showing that rex is actually correct at that time as as we sit right now per sources close to the situation it's it's not a done deal you know they're trying to iron out contract details you know monies right jerry's a billionaire billionaire, billionaires can be a a little cheap so they're trying to iron that out um I'd imagine it gets done. It would be shocking, but it's not something that we haven't seen before You know, people walk away. Nonetheless, man, nonetheless, Mike Zimmer seems to be the guy. As long as they get this money situation ironed out, he'll be the next defensive coordinator. And I want to jump right into. Yeah, so this this shouldn't come as a shock to anyone that tunes in to the Skywalker show in the morning. Hence why it was never Cowboys have hired is expected to hence why it was never Zimmer is the DC is they're closing in on hence why we talked about if Zimmer becomes the defensive coordinator XYZ. Got to keep it locked man. This this is this is information from Thursday night and the same thing is still going on as we speak. Now we could get some breaking news. It could come out during the show. Hey, Mike Zimmer, it's official, it's done. But as we speak, it is not. So Rex Ryan spoke on that, Cowboys Nation. And he didn't just speak on on the whole Zimmer thing. You know, it's not done. But he spoke on why he wants this coordinator job. And again, it fired up everybody. So this is, is, just listen, this is Rex Ryan, uh, Sunday morning before the Super Bowl, kind of Awakening Cowboys Nation For those who happen to be sleep on
1: In this past week The Dallas Cowboys went ahead yes. And hired Mike Zimmer As their defensive coordinator He rejoins the Dallas Cowboys After serving in Dallas As their prior defensive coordinator From 2000 to 2006 Before becoming the Vikings head coach Later on Obviously they talked to a wide number of candidates Like our own Rex Ryan And I can tell you this They loved Rex They were highly impressed with Rex. Rex made quite a mark on the Jones family, and I'm a little surprised they didn't hire him with as much as they loved him, but we're quite happy that they did and We're happy to have him here, and this will be a big year for the Dallas Cowboys without him. Mike McCarthy on the last year of his contract, so Rex has got security here. He doesn't have to worry about a head coach on this set being in the last year of his deal.
0: I just keep getting offended because everyone tries to take you away from us, okay? It's, Nobody it's,
1: does.
3: It's, 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 it's hard. On, we wreck. love having you right? here. Hey, you know we have fight, don't you? Oh, yeah. there no question. <laughs> yeah. And I can, I can honestly say right here, first off, I'm not so sure that Zimmer's got that job right now. Not real sure about that. Um, I can honestly say I'm, uh, I, I'm, I don't believe that's a fact right now. Um, but I'll, I will say this. The reason I was so, like this, is I've been out for seven years. I've never called another head coach or anything like that. I called Mike McCarthy. And the reason I did is because I want to be on this stage. I want to be back on this stage if I'm going to get back into coaching, have a chance at that. I think with this roster the way it is, I think offensively, special teams and defense, And I figured I could make maybe even a little bit of an upgrade that they could be right here that's why I was interested I don't un, un, you know it's funny how well should we get to no your team has no chance at me okay that that's generally the case I would only go at the right the the right situation and if it's not completely right then I'm not going but this team it is interesting because they are so close to getting over that edge and that's why I think people would be interested in this job well the
5: closest
0: Hey man, Rex. Hey, hey Rex Ryan. This is the Carolina Panthers man. Oh, oh my god, bro! Oh,
2: hell no, man! What the fuck, man? <laughs> get your
1: ass on, bro. <laughs> my, my, you get
0: your guy, <laughs> Rex, yo, Rex, with a crazy flex we Listen, man. He said everybody will talk about. Hey, you want to come? I don't want your team. Damn. Hey, I f- I feel Rex though. No. Because you look at this roster, you look at this defense, and you, you look at the the stalwarts that they have, it, it's not talent. I don't know how many times I'm going to say this. It's not about talent on this team. You know, the the, the, the cool little word that that Michael Irvin is saying is, it's not skill, it's will. Yes, very true, too. Coaching. Like, I, I you know, coaching and then the coaching got to overcome, you know, the management. But Rex looking at this thing like, listen, man, I could coach these dudes up. Give me a shot. Here's my thing, though. I don't think Rex is just looking at it like, well, I can come in here, coach him up year one, and get to the Super Bowl bow right away. I think Rex is like, I know Mike McCarthy ain't. (laughs) I know he on the lame duck season. All I got to do is go in there, make these boys competitive, get to the playoffs, and it not be my fault, and I've got a leg up to be the head coach. I 100% believe Rex is angling to be a head coach, not just a defensive coordinator. Maybe not in 2024, obviously. McCarthy's back. But 2025 and beyond, you heard what Rex said. Yeah, if I'm gonna get back to the to, to coach, it gotta be the right situation. What is the Cowboys, man? It's not like these dudes got gotta rebuild or anything like that. Rex knows what he's doing here. Now, with all of that said, is 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 exciting as that may have sounded, man. Rex, like I said this on was it Friday when we talked about Rex or so Thursday, whenever it was, whenever that report popped up. I believe in my heart of hearts, Rex Ryan. Whether it be a Zoom or he flew into Dallas, whatever. He absolutely crushed that interview. Oh, he probably had them believing like, man, as Rex do. But Zimmer is their guy. They want Zimmer. But right now they're just dealing with contractual situations. Nonetheless, this whole thing got everybody up in in a tizzy Sunday morning. Just saying we already knew. We already knew what it was. Hopefully, we will hear something in the next 24 to 48 hours because the longer you wait, the longer, you know, each day to me counts. I know, well, Scott, it's only February. What do you mean? We got plenty of time before the draft. We got plenty of time before XYZ. Sure, you got a month, though, for free agency. And who am I bringing back? Does the DC want them? You got to bring in assistants. You know, these assistants are comfortable now. They're getting hired and things like that. This dragging the feet thing to me is... I don't like it. I don't. Um, maybe you could say I'm overreacting. I'm not going to fight you about it. But but I would like a little bit more sense of urgency in rounding out this, this staff. And this is why, personally, I believe what I said last week it was last Monday. From what I was told, this is more of the Joneses pushing for Mike as opposed to Mike handpicking his guy. Well, Sky, there was a report that came out. David Moore said Mike McCarthy reached out to Mike Zimmer. There's a there's a term for stuff like this. It's called consider the source. If you're not familiar with David Moore, I'm not going to badmouth the guy, but we 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 all know he is a mouthpiece for the Joneses. So if David Moore comes out and says that, best believe that is being pushed upon by the Joneses. If Mike McCarthy had his complete 100% say in who he wanted to hire, this thing be done. (laughs) We we, would be sitting here, our season was over a month ago. DQ was hired a week and a half ago. Now I'll leave it at that. All right, man. Let's talk. Let's talk to y'all for a little bit. Then we're gonna jump into these cornerback reviews. Let's, let's start off with my my guy, one of my original OGs. I ain't talked to in a good grip. Set it off, Chris. What's what up, up, bro? Y'all? What's up with you, man? What's up, bro? How you feeling? You love, man, man you know, listen. Any
1: time that the boy genius loses for the third time on national
2: television, does <laughs> my whole game, man. I love.
0: I love watching that dude lose. Hey, you know, I, I, at this point, man, you know how we can't shake the, uh, the 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 postseason choker moniker. Like we can't, we can't, we can't escape those allegations. Neither can Shanahan in the Super Bowls, bro. You can't be zero for three in the Super Bowls with double digit leads and all. You can't be, bro. That's just madness. So they excoriated Marvin Levy. Caught, you know that guy went on. You know what he did going to the
1: Super Bowl four straight times. We we put that up there, but they excoriated that dude for uh, for losing. You know that's what he that's what he gets it for. Shoot, uh went, went down as a loser. Because four two We just we just keep I just don't nobody call that clown a genius. I don't hear none of that. Oh, he's a genius. That Shanahan Tree is dead. I don't hear about all of that. Oh, Bobby Slowy. These Johnsons been hurt. Wait, 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 wait,
0: God! Hey, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, man. Man, I, I <laughs> wait a minute. I'm putting some good coaches, man. Hey, man. man, if me
1: and Kai, I saw Kyle on the street, I would probably cross body block him <laughs> and carry, carry myself up. I am not a Kyle Kennedy fan. I just don't want to. I just don't want to be called a genius. But um,
2: that's
1: yeah. what you can say. Other thing. Usher Raymond is just a menace, man. Usher Raymond is a goddamn menace to society and all hardworking men that trying to do their thing right for their wives and their families. What he did to Alicia Keys on national television, all of us would have wanted to do What we all got respect, man. And until somebody smacked Usher, he's going to keep on this rampage, man. He's going to keep on this foolishness. But uh, half time was top five. Um, and for you to say... Uh, 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 what, <laughs> What was, uh 88701. That you've probably given away the secret of your youth, my brother. Only <laughs> a few of us remember that album like that. Only a few of us Come on, man. That, 8, 8, 8, 8,
0: 8, 8. Chris, I'm biased, bro. That's that's my favorite Usher album of all time. I know Confessions is the popular answer, and he he went crazy with his vocals. Like he showed his vocal range on Confessions. He's got. Classic hits on Confessions. But 8701 is pop in the CD, press play, and co- go clean up, go chill. Hey, Just let that let it thing
1: ride. ride. Clear your whole house. Get your car ready. Yeah. You're to go
2: do something.
1: Light good. the candles. Good. Call
0: up shorty. Like, hey, the music playing in the background. Your feet's on the ceiling. Yeah. Come on, man. 8701.
1: Hey, right. Yeah, top <laughs> five. But, hey, I, I, yeah. I put that uh, top five shows. Prince is still always going to be my all-time um, uh, greatest Super Bowl halftime reason being because he had the rain playing while he was singing "Purple Rain."
0: Only God can yeah, get involved. Prince, Prince, is, Prince come on, himself. man, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's it, man. But hey, man, always, man, love talking to you. I gotta hit you on Twitter on the back end, let you know I'm going with the buck. But uh, yes. yo, man, keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Hey, on on the lighter, on another note, on a volume tip, because it has Marcus harder to decide. To take his quotes and put it in a book and sell it. You might want to talk to that dude, man. Those quotes are so fire man, that listen. he gives us every day at the end of the show, you know, hush, <laughs> <laughs> let me get my pinky up. He dropped balls. He does. And, uh, get, we were getting to my kids for the last six months, bro. I've
0: been thinking about something like that because at, at some point, the plan for for, for me and is is to elevate to a point where it's going to be tough. To, to be, to do the live thing as much, right? Like, like you just know how it is if, if you elevate to that point. But we still want to incorporate that. So, like, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe we take the best quotes and, and we just run it back, you know, years down the line. Yeah. Marcus Hardison says with the mute, like, come on, man, it's, it's classic. You can't miss shows over there.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, dude, that's, that's Marcus Hardison quotes and you can't miss shows is always get something that's, that's like a staple. So I just want to tell you, man, well, another great season. Uh, I love how you're breaking this thing down, man. Let me get out the way, man. Continue. To listen to the show, man. And Thank you, brother. Yo, man, go Cowboys, man. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm having a great day knowing that Patrick Mahomes, the second, gave Kyle Shanahan another smoking hot air.
0: Gave the Niners. Think about that too, right? Twenty. Now they what? Thirty yeah, years mean, officially. Yeah. Thirty years oh, is it? Hey, man. Yeah, yeah, 30.
1: yeah thirty. You know, all these home. Yeah, yeah years. I mean, they hold the fact that they've been there, but yo, man, yeah, getting there is dope, man. But man, yo, look, I mean, every year, every year you get there, you up on a double digit lead, and you and, and you, you turn lose. it over, it's man. It's crazy. You give it up. You give it up every year, bro. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs>
0: it's all, right,
1: look, all right, bro. Always good talking to you, man. We we'll holler later,
0: bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, dog. Set it off, Chris. Hey, look, man, and that's the debate raging right now on Twitter, which look, as a cow, as cowboy fans, like I I get both sides, people saying, well, I'd rather be there than not be there. Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. But let's, let's be real. If Dallas did that, I, I wonder if the backlash would be worse on certain players or coaches or whatever. Nonetheless, though, 30 years without going to an uh, NFC championship games is kind of crazy. But I, I get it. I 100% get people comparing or what have you. W- w- would you rather be the Bills? You know what I mean? The Bills go four times in a row. They don't win one. God, that's crazy. And then they don't, they don't go for another 35 years or whatever it's been. It's tough. The Vikings back in the day, you know, they won a bunch of times and, and never won. Now, the Niners have a rich history, but they have not won it longer than the Cowboys. Now, I'm not going to sit here, it, me personally, it, whatever. We 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 stink in that same time period. So, it is what it is. But the thing about Shanahan is I think he has the best scheme in the game. But we talk about arm arrogance. I also think he, he has an arrogance about him. And I feel like we said this, or I might have said this in 2019 when I first started this whole thing, and he went. Maybe it was a little later. He's so arrogant in that he thinks he can, oh, I just plop, plop a quarterback in there. It doesn't matter. To an extent, kind of been right. But at the end of the day, you're still going to need a dude. I, I don't think Purdy's a dude like that, but that's no disrespect. I think you can win with Purdy. I think you can probably win a Super Bowl with Purdy. But if you're running up against another dude, that's going to be tough. People are going to go look at the box score, and they're going to say, I'm Brock Purdy. You know, he played well. He didn't play bad. I'm not saying he played bad. He made some plays. But there was times in the game where a dude probably makes a play, and and the one specific play I'm thinking about is at the end of the game in overtime, you had Brett wide open. Um, Again, just being young, yo, just being a young player, third and goal, you you have to know Spags is dialing up something. You have to know. And if he's dialing up something, you can't wait for the whip route. It got open and he he, he air melted. Excuse me. But you gotta know he's dialing up something. And third in Super Bowl, I get Jawan Jennings was having a phenomenal game. Ain't no way I'm looking over there, Jawan Jennings. It's not happening. Brandon Ayuk. But Shanahan... Yes, I think it has the best scheme, but there is something about Shanahan in the Super Bowls when it comes to management. We talk about game management, and a lot of these coaches deal with it. You, you needed to lean on Christian McCaffrey. I know it wasn't working out, the average three and a half yards per carry, but in that in that final drive for the 49ers, it was Christian McCaffrey who got you down there. I'm leaning on Christian McCaffrey. I'm setting up my best play, whether it's run or pass. I'm setting up my best plays to get Christian McCaffrey the ball. He's been absolute money in the red zone. In fact, me personally, third and whatever it was, handing it off to Christian McCaffrey. Fourth and short, if he doesn't score, guess what? We going for it. There's not a chance. I'm putting the ball back in Patrick Mahomes' hands in the fourth overtime, whatever, and and he just needs to go down there and and kick a field goal to tie or score a touchdown. He's going to do that. I get your defense. And respects to the Niners' defense. They they did his, his... well as they could. But that's Patrick Mahomes. There's only one other quarterback in the history of this game that has ice in his veins like that. Modern era. It's Tom. And I think he's more deadly in those situations because he can move. And he can make freaky ass throws. Not that he had to. Not that he had to. Uh, again, this is why I shout out to Andy. Andy, man, he was, man. I get jealous seeing 15. I get jealous seeing, seeing Andy. Did he call a perfect game? No. Did, did Pat play a perfect game? No, but when it was time. Wasn't out doing no crazy stuff. All right, third and two. I know the pressure's coming. Bloop, drop. We, we're going to run a, 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 a design. Was that the McKinnon, y'all? Or Rice or whoever was in the backfield? Easy. Clock running down, end of the game. We're going to run a misdirection, split zone flow, play action. Or actually, no, it was a uh, half fill read. Just roll out Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it wasn't complicated. In and out, boop, touchdown, game over. Congratulations, Chiefs. Yes, coaching matters. Coaching absolutely matters. Uh more jealous of spagnola you're more jealous do you don't have a spagnola yeah i mean that's fair too give me all three of them bro like can we argue not even i don't even argument because because brady and bill i brady and bill yes one two brady bill chuck no and and, and bradshaw sure whatever i mean oh he's gonna get mad at me for just poo-pooing but whatever um I I, I, I love our guy, Troy, but, you know, Andy and Pat, to me, Brady, Belichick, one, two. But is there a better one, two, three than Pat, Spags, and Andy? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe Josh McDaniels will say "Mm, better offensive mind than Andy Reid. Bill is, is heralded as the best defensive mind of all time. But, man, you cannot argue with the – you can't argue with what Spags has been able to do as a defensive coordinator. Unbelievable. I digress. Let's wrap the Big Cat from uh, New York real quick. What's good, Big Cat? What's going on, bro? Listen, man, I love when you
6: preach. <laughs> you hit my nerves and some stuff, and I'm sitting here listening to you. Um, to say Usher didn't kill that, I don't know who the hell was listening or had something to say. Everybody in my circle was saying the same thing I'm saying. Listen, he laid it down, he put it down, he fried it, he dyed it, and he laid it to the side. And he didn't leave no questions. You know what I'm saying? There was no no questions for anything else to be asked Uh about what there is for you to do with the next Super Bowl halftime show. No questions, right? So – as far as as far as all of these understandings with our coach, bro,
1: <laughs>
6: I said the same thing you said about Rex in vying for the understanding of the coaching move next year. I said that about Zimmer too. I had the
0: same exact thought. Yeah, you know, coming in- that so that is interesting, Big Cat, because. I, I could see both ways. I could see Zimmer, low keys like, Yeah, let me let me slither my way up in here. And then when all fails, the Joneses know me. I'm previously a head coach. That's fair because our guy, uh I forget who called in the other day. We had a laugh about it, but we was like, Hey, that's right up to Jones' alley for sure.
6: Yep, yep. And we talked we talked, you know, the last time we spoke, we were talking about the tier of coach on, that would come to Dallas that understanding of there's a certain tier that's going to end up right in there and that's a home that's a homeboy now what's you what you laughing about man you laughing about this these cats talking about my voice yeah
0: again. bro yeah yeah keep going i
6: got you
0: you just go ahead you. let me go ahead and run this thing brother let me go ahead and go. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, listen so all of the all of the
6: understanding, like I said, I, I think all of the understanding with them with them being in a certain tier, regardless of what it is, regardless of how, how it works itself out, you end up in a same in the same <laughs> you end up in a same <laughs> Yo, and I don't look nothing like that, yo. I look I look more like bruh from the fifth floor, you know what I'm saying? Bruh man. So
1: <laughs> if anything. Yo, but it's funny. you look like who?
2: Hello. Girl, man, from the fifth floor, yo. That's funny, <laughs> and
6: I'm I'm cracking jokes too. <laughs> but um, it's funny, man, because there will be until they get out of that loop for me, dog. Until they absolutely get out of that understanding and get into the understanding of whether or not they really want to win, whether or not they're really trying to win. You know what I'm saying? The the idea of Jerry running his mouth already this season about going all in. Jerry's idea of all in and our idea of all in is totally different.
0: Yeah. Well, so yeah. Temper your
6: yeah. Temp, expectations <laughs> on what this man is talking about when he's talking about going all in and getting it all done. I just, I mean, that's that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? It's For, for, for all intents and purposes, I do believe that Zimmer is going to be a step up because he'll use real linebackers or he'll at least take the talent that you have on the squad and put it in a, and I'm not going to say more conventional because like big nickels and big dimes have their place. They just don't, they're just not staple understanding. They shouldn't be your staple understanding. And I think that's where Dan Quinn got kind of rooted.
0: Yeah. Can I, can I, can I read a quote that we dropped? Um, Pardon me, I got I to find it here. Uh, there's a quote that we dropped the other day about Zimmer, and he said something that I, I 100%, I couldn't agree more on this, this quote here. He says at the end of it, but I want to be fundamentally sound in what we do. There are teams that can go out there and can make a lot of big plays, but they are not fundamentally sound. Then when the game gets online, they do not perform in crucial situations. I'm like, bro, was he, was he reading the Cowboys in the future?
6: Just trying to say. Just trying to let you know, bro. Micah Michael needs to be able to raise hell. And that man raises hell will raise way more hell from the linebacker position more dominantly than any other understand. That man needs to be on the field to raise hell. I do not believe he should be a, a full-time DN because you can, you can game plan for him. If you're moving him around and you're putting him at middle at middle the majority of the time, not even part of the time, he should be at middle the majority of the time, that man raises hell from that position. And and I believe Mike Zimmer, as even you know, even with Ryan, I believe that both of them would have that understanding. Would yeah, at I, least replace that
0: understanding? Like, yeah, Put I feel like back Rex back. would would um would use him a little differently, but whereas I feel like uh, Zimmer would use him traditionally. Does that make sense?
6: Yeah, 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 that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Either way, he'd be back in the middle, you know, a lot more than we saw him this year, where he needed to be. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm going to let you go get off this phone.
0: <laughs> nah, man, phone. I'm just having uh, some fun with you, dog. This is good. This was good. Appreciate <laughs> you, big dog. That's Big Cat from New York, All y'all. Right. Gotta let him right, go, yeah. man. It's probably six in the morning over there. All right, man. All right. <laughs> y'all the best, man. Y'all the best. I swear. All right, let's get up out of here. Um, let me see. We we got a couple more. Give me give me a second here, y'all. Let, let me let me go into the meat and potatoes of the show real quick, and I'm, I'm gonna get back into the phone lines. I promise, y'all. I, I do want to wrap a little bit more about. I'm sorry. I do want to close out our hindsight series, and we'll never get to it. If I don't get to it. <laughs> Yo, he do sound like iced tea. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so yesterday, last night, I'm sorry, I said it was fitting that today's cornerbacks. It's very fitting that we're talking about these guys because I thought LeJarius Sneed and McDuffie were phenomenal. They held who shoot, they held Kittle. If you count Kittle, Ayuke, and Debo, not saying they were guarding Kittle. But that trio, I don't even think they they not. Hit a hundred yards, and McDuffie almost had a perfect game until the very end. Shouts out to to not the very end, but towards the end, um, that third down, boy, I thought the third down was about to cost him. That third down penalty when Jawan Jennings hitting with a, and McDuffie held, but but he he was he was probably him and, and Chris Jones, the defensive players of the game on that side of the ball, they were phenomenal. LeJarius sneed has been great, you know. McDuffie's all pro, like. You saw the importance of having two of those guys. And I think the Cowboys went to this season. I don't know if anybody thought we had three. I, I felt very good about Deron Blaine, but I felt we had three. Some people will say, oh, you know, rookie year, rookie, uh, lucky, lucky, lucky. No, not the case for Deron Blaine. Then no digs goes down, but DB steps up and you still got Gilly. So I think the Cowboys going into next year, if they bring back, bro, and we'll talk about that we'll have the opportunity to have these type of guys. Now it's just about getting the coach in here to put them in the right situation. So let's attack this cornerback room real quick. And and before I get to the, the big three and before I get to back to the phone lines, let's talk about kind of the bottom of the roster here. Uh, I would not be touching on Noah Igbenogany or CJ Goodwin. CJ Goodwin does not play cornerback for real. He's a a special teams player and Noah Ignactive. I mean, Ice-T, tell him. (laughs) We don't, we don't really care. He's been inactive all year. The one, t- the one time they put Noah Igbinogheni I- 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 in there, he got cooked by you, but fortunately, there was a penalty. Anyway, let's revisit the back end of this roster from the cornerback standpoint. Let's start with Eric Scott. Eric Scott, fifth round draft pick, twenty twenty three. The Cowboys traded up. To get Eric Scott, if you guys remember, Dallas won't have an extra sixth round, I think it is, or a fifth round this year because they trade up to get Eric Scott. And I know it might seem like nothing now—you traded an extra fifth the following year to go up and get a guy. No big deal if he doesn't play. And eh. I'm a, th- that is a bit disappointing that he didn't even get a chance to play special teams. Right? Eric Scott started off hot, man. Bars—he started off hot. At training camp. I mean, he, he was everywhere at camp. He, I think he got what? The first interception. The first interception at training camp. Then he got in the preseason and it just didn't translate. Like the momentum died down really fast. But can camp, he started off hot. When you go look at his preseason num- numbers, nothing special. It was he only had one forced incompletion, allowed 112 quarterback rating. He just didn't make any plays on the ball like that. I think he had like one, and I think it was against Seattle. Um, but it was clear that he just wasn't ready yet. So for year two, Eric Scott's gonna have to show some growth, obviously, right? Not not playing at all, and and like a lot of these day three young players or practice squad guys, whoever this new defensive coordinator is they may not care for, for E. They, they may not care for Eric Scott, man. So so he's going to have to be even more uh, impressive, in my opinion, to this new defense coordinator because they ain't his fifth-round pick. That's Dan Quinn's fifth-round pick. The same thing could be said for Nation Wright. I mean, look, man. With all due respect to Nation Wright, He probably never should have been a third-round pick. He was looked at as a reach anyway. Um, Some some might say at the time they were saying, not a big deal. Some had him in the fourth or fifth round. Some had him in seventh or undrafted. That's the draft. That's just how it works, right? But it's clear Nayshawn Wright is just not that guy, pal. Third season in Dallas, and he saw his snaps decrease significantly. He had 128 snaps in 2022, and there was injuries happening in 2022, so they were throwing him in there. That went all the way down to 52 snaps. And 65% of those snaps came in blowout games. Week 10 against the Giants and Week 18 against Washington. So well over half of his snaps came in two games, so they they didn't care at all for Nation Sean Wright. Now, you know, I suppose he could be, have a year four jump. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I I just don't. But I I don't see him making this team next year. He's still under contract. But this is a this is a Dan Quinn pick. There's nothing on film that shows that Nation Wright is is just going to all of a sudden be some reliable cornerback two, three, hell even four. You're getting digs back, so everybody's going to get bumped down one if they bring back one of the guys. I don't see him making a team. Maybe they bring him back for camp body. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to rule anybody out. Yeah, anybody can make a jump. But if you ask me right now, February 12th, I don't see it. I don't see it with Nation. Right? Cowboys will probably draft a corner at some point in this draft. I don't know if it'll be early. Maybe it depends on who, who's there. They'll likely re-sign one of their guys. Potentially might re-sign a a lower-level guy. And honestly, I'd much rather go shopping at Marshalls with maybe a veteran proven guy. That's not going to cost you anything. than run Nashawn right back again. It's just, there's nothing there to me. Jordan Lewis. We touched on J. Lou when we talked about the 16 free agents. Uh, the Cowboys could potentially bring back. And for me, it was a it was a flip-flop between Gilmore, between Gilly and J. Lou. It, it wasn't that I'm completely out on bringing back J. Lou. It's just that if I'm thinking like the Cowboys, I have a hard time believing they're going to bring back both. And if I had to prioritize, I'm not prioritizing J. Lou over Steph. And, and we'll get to that. With that said, I could definitely see them reaching out to J. Lou and saying like they do a lot of their guys because J. Lou is their guy. Hey, here's this lower level contract. We'd love to have you back on pennies on the dollar. If Jay Lou says I'm comfortable in Dallas, uh, I don't really want to go anywhere else. I could see it 100%. And he started to come on towards the end of the year, right? He's another controversial player that fans go back and forth on. To me, I think he was a guy that was easy to spew hate on, even though he was a guy that was lower on the totem pole. This is a guy that was a cornerback for coming into the season Diggs goes down you know and he has to step up and be cornerback three and for a replacement level player I thought he played like that for most of the season I I just didn't view him as a guy I was like oh my god he's the reason why our pass defense sucks which it wasn't but he also was a guy that was like I'm also okay with upgrading hence why I wanted to go get Jalen Johnson move Jeron Bland back inside and let's roll into the playoffs because I was worried hey man if somebody get hurt you're now down to, oh, Steph and DB, DB and J. Lou, J. Lou and, and Steph. Like you, you, you were in trouble here. And what happened? Stephon Gilmore gets hurt in the playoffs, or right before the playoffs, and he's out there playing on one arm. Now he went out there, did what he could do, but but we all know the game plan and the play was just it was just one of the worst games we've ever seen. Nonetheless, I think J. Lou did exactly what he was supposed to do. He was a, def, a depth player. Somebody goes down, needs you to step in, step up. He just happened to have to do it for 14 games. Ironically, he became one of your best run defensive players, too, though. Like, you saw J. Lou, and this is what bothered me about talking about J. Ron. You saw J. Lou with the smoke more than you saw J. Ron at the end. And he's kind of always been a guy that sticks his head in there and, and not afraid of the contact. But he, he, if you're in a grade, he graded out as the best cornerback against the run. But it, it matched the film, though. It, it absolutely matched the film. He was not afraid to, to uh, you know, get down there, make big hits, fill the lanes, sometimes deal with these linemen, sometimes deal with these tight ends. Jay Lou became a reliable nickel guy against the run 100%. No doubt about it. Now, we'll see what happens with them from the free agency standpoint, Cowboys Nation. Um, like I said, I believe they will reach out to him. Hey, man, he will come back, play for us for just minimum deal. And we'll see what J. Lou says. Would I prioritize it? Probably not. Uh, look, the cornerback market, not deep, by the way. It's not deep. But if you can only have one of the two, I, I feel like you got to reach out to the other guy first. All right, before I get to to the rest of these guys, let's hop back into the phone lines. Let's let's um let's talk to LA. What's good, LA? Let me get you in here. There you go. Man, happy twenty twenty four, brother
1: Skywalker. I can finally
0: start the new year now that the Super Bowl is over, man. Yeah, man, it's, it's a new right. It's a, we start fresh. Everybody's zero and zero, and and let's and let's go ahead with this thing. It's brand new, man. You know, I
1: I kind of like where you sitting at on uh Nation Wright, man. Like. Like, he, for lack of a better word, he plays D.D. like a Cali boy. You know, doesn't really like contact. he got a great body. You know, like maybe Dan Quinn thought he could turn him into some kind of deal like J. Ron Curtis was if he had more dog in him, but he don't. Whereas J. Luke, as you was alluding to a second ago, has dog in him. So he can play against the front. He has instincts that go with, with playing high-level defense. He just happens to be a midget. <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> that's his that's not. knock. But yeah, but the motherfucker he, he he can play. You know, like mm-hmm. the dude is a real Detroit minded 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 football player. I, I want him back just because of that. You know. But, you know, like uh, uh the the little uh Bosco kid, Trent 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 McDuffie got two Super Bowl friends, one of the little guys who who came through our uh, circuit out here. And uh, saying that would say sticky dude is sticky. He's a midget, but he's sticky. You know, yeah. like if we could find somebody who's who's physically gifted, who is who is sticky. All these receivers coming out now, you know, like everybody's big, fast, and strong. Man, we can't be having any more dudes. Not that that's not high level midgets. <laughs> that's
0: that's you crazy. you calling you're calling them that, but yeah. So usually the slot guys, right? It's, it's you're going to be hard pressed to find a slot guy that, that's gonna go 6'2, you know, these these tall dudes. Right. They're likely about right. six foot and under. Um, I think, and right. we'll get to D B in a second. I think what makes D B so damn special is that he's actually a bigger corner that can that has the yep. you know the hip quickness, right? The quick hipness to yep. go in the slot and, and do these things. And he's also he's your best, in my opinion. I know J Lou was amazing doing it this year, but he's your best run stopping corner. But but he can go inside, and he can do those things, but he also can go outside. That's rare. Usually, you'll get a Trent McDuffie. You'll get Jay Lou, a guy that sub-six foot, sub-200 pounds. They got the quick feet. They got the quick hips, that twitchiness to deal with the two-way goals. And McDuffie was all – you saw the all-pro in his game last last night, man. All right. Well,
1: saying, saying that to say, like, athleticism does does have something a, have a to do with it. But yeah. I think that in the in in the whole Dallas franchise, man, we got the sensei, we got the DB sensei, we got the dude making samurais, we got a real special special <laughs> DB coach, and I think that yeah. that the room, what 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 Al Harris is doing in there, he's teaching them how to play football. One of the things that I've always noticed about uh, DBs is is they always love feet. They always uh, having great feet. You know, having 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 great athleticism and everything, but one thing about the guys who are playing well for us, they make plays situationally within the football game. That's the that's the thing that I love most about Diggs and uh and 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 Blaine. Having do and and when we brought in Gilly, we got such a smart room in there. Mm-hmm. If they draft the right body, because DB is so versatile, Gilly is is not. Not the Patriots, given, but he, hes versatile too, and so is so is King Mitchell in there. You know, he—he—he—he's he's, he's got versatility. as him, but keep uh, man, he's spicy, man. He
0: I like is. the dude, man. Let me say this in L.A. But, uh, my bad. Go ahead, finish. Well, well,
1: staying at the same, I without. Al Harris and the guys that we already have, man. Like, like, like finding, finding, finding somebody who 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 who's got some uh, tools. Let, I definitely don't want to go high in the draft unless we was gonna get Patrick Peterson.
0: Let me <laughs> uh, let, let me let me add into Al Harris. If you bring in Zim, I think what goes unnoticed about Zim because he was a head coach, right, and a defensive coordinator. You, those are like overseer type jobs, but he's a DB coach by nature. And if you follow his career from Dallas to Cincy to Minnesota, he's always developed some productivity from his corners or safeties, excuse me. Um oh,
1: absolutely and, so and I is, think he worked how, well. How oh I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. You good, go ahead.
1: No, but 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 bingo, too to to that point, they're they're gonna mess well because you can look at 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 how he used Harrison Smith. You know, like how, how how them use the, the talent that he had in in Minnesota, and them dudes typically played together. Like it it, it 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 wasn't the defense year in and year out fucking with Minnesota.
0: It was uh it was yeah it was
3: offense yeah.
1: right yeah. it was always not 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 related to them and, and and but but saying that to say like he 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 was playing against uh uh, uh twelve the, the Aaron Rodgers. He was playing against.
0: Who else was in that division? Oh, Stan. I mean, bottom line, bottom line, he, he put together good defenses in Minnesota. You can't, you cannot doubt that right. at all. But he was a head coach, so he had, he had the responsibility to oversee everything. Hence, why he had to be let go, be let go, because he, it, you know, it ran out. It, it just, it did. Eight, eight years was eight right. years. It was long, and it was time right. to go for him. But um, yeah, LA, pr- appreciate the call. I'm gonna keep it moving, brother. Yeah, bless y'all. Yes, sir. Let's get the banks. What's good, banks?
4: Guy, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? Uh, I'm t- um, far as the uh, cornerbacks, man, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on uh, they shine, man. I I think they shine is like the uh, is the J. Ron of the cornerbacks, man. So if he just don't start, but it kind of show uh, you know, week in and week out, man. Have we seen uh, Eric Scott or Izzy or them kind of uh, you know, inactive or something like that? I just felt like you could tell me Nashawn Wright deserved to be. If somebody went down, he he was the next guy up. Like I, I you know, I just don't know what they seen, and you know, and that other than just you know him being the Dan Quinn guy and showing a little, you know, hey, we all say favoritism there, uh, you know, with it. You know, I just never knew. I didn't feel comfortable if somebody went down, Nashawn Wright was up next.
0: All you, you know need know to know I mean? is when when somebody did, they 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 brought in Noah Igbinogany, man. He he was here with the Cowboys yeah. for for two weeks. <laughs> and they they yeah. said you go in over Nation, right? That's all you need to know.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just like man. But uh, as far as next year, man, coming up, um, I I like you know if you don't keep Gilly, you know I still say you know. Uh, you know, find a veteran, you know, find another veteran guy, you know, maybe a little younger in age. Um, I I would actually like to see, just me personally, I would like to see Bland back inside. Um, yeah. You know, and, and having just somebody else on the outside, you know, and, and I just hope they don't look at it like, you know, Bland played great. He was all pro being outside. Yes, he was, but you know, why not get richer at that, at, at that position? You know I, what I mean? I
0: think it depends what you do. You know, if, if they go into it and say, all right, DB and Diggs, you're our guys outside, then you get you a reliable slot guy. If they go into it and say, nope, we're bringing back Gilly, then you move DB inside. I think that's the beauty of having a guy like DB. You you're, you have options.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, so I just hope they make kind of, you know what I'm saying, the right decision there. Um and far as uh, you know, I, I'm just kind of wondering what's going on with the um this situation with Zimmer, man. You, you think it's something like where line, along the lines where he wants a longer term contract, whereas the Cowboys want something shorter. You
0: I don't, know, I just especially. don't know how he can he can he can think about a long term contract with the head coach on one year. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and yeah, I would, yeah. And I would imagine, you know, right now what I do know is it is it is it is contractual. It is money right now. Uh, I, I, but it's coaching, so there's no salary cap. I don't get why I just just pay the guy, but yeah. I, I would imagine because there's a the thing with Jerry. this is what I feel like with Jerry and, and Steven. I don't know that they want to pay any coach a lot of money to not be here. So if you yeah. brings Zim in, doesn't you don't one and done again or two and done? You d- don't like how it look with Zim, Don't think it works, and then you fire the whole staff because McCarthy's going, everybody's gone. You're still paying Zimmer. You know, it, mm-hmm. I thought they should have fired Mike, but they didn't yeah. fire Mike. And and I think there's a lot of things that come to it. But I'd imagine because these dudes, I don't I don't think you got to think past money too far. These dudes are probably like, well, we don't want to pay Mike to not coach. We're going yeah. to we're going we're gonna to do what not pay, not pay, pay Mike McCarthy to sit on the bench somewhere else, sit at the crib, you know, get this four or five million dollars, whatever the heck they're paying him. No, no, you're going to yeah. come back, run this thing back on your last deal. And you're gonna, we're gonna bring in who we want to bring in, and they want to bring in Zim, but Zim is probably like, I, right, I appreciate it. I want to be here too, but I'm not about to play for pennies.
4: Yeah, yeah. I think you can get somebody maybe with, uh, not so to cheat him, but maybe so you can get somebody like Rex with that. because he's just coming in. He, he'll probably see it more like, okay, one you did like you were saying. But um, I
0: think Rex is angling. I, I you know, I, I think, I think Rex is angling oh, yeah, for a head coach definitely. job, brother. I do.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It. it, it everybody has the motives with with certain things, man. He. He's definitely playing like you know. It's my chance, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, with, with the Cowboys, they don't want to pay a coach not to coach. Yeah. Because they don't even want to pay when they pay a player, maybe who probably shouldn't be still starting. The politics come in. Hey, he need, I'm paying this guy to, to start. Mm-hmm. I'm paying him starter money. He needs to be out there. You know what I mean? So. Think about it.
0: I was thinking about they, they, the, only, the only like high level coach, head coach, let me say that, that they fired in the last 20-something years was Wade. Right? I mean yeah. Wade Phillips got fired in the middle of the year, but they fired Wade because they had their their boy Wonder underneath them in and, J- and Jason Garrett. And we know the whole sabotage thing there. So I mean, they mm-hmm. they didn't fire Mike after that game. They didn't fire Jason Garrett yeah. not one. And Jason Garrett could have got fired three or four different damn times didn't fire Jason Garrett. They let him play his contract out. They're letting Mike play his contract out. Uh, Dan Quinn walked. They didn't fire him after the game, after that horrible game. They let him walk in to get an elevation. And they probably weren't paying um, Mike Nolan nothing. I bet Mike Nolan was mm-hmm. p- was getting paid pennies. So they was like, yeah, we'll move on from Mike. We, we, he can take his $800,000 and buy, you know, so.
4: Yeah. Yeah, because he, he pretty much just came from being with a linebacker's coach and – uh. In New Orleans, before that, or something. I think. Yeah, he so, hadn't been a
0: defensive coordinator think, in, in a good bit, and he not hadn't been a good one in a good bit.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, the, real quick to touch on yeah, that, in I think that's you know when somebody say um, yeah, in closing, it um, far as Mike McCarthy picking you know to say uh, you know he you know he, he brought up Zimmer or whatever, um, I I think him you know from that first season, bringing in Mike Nolan. Kind of made them sour on him picking picking his staff. That's fair. On that, I yeah, I I think that really done it on because I think if he had it his way, uh, probably Marquand um, um, Manuel. I think he probably would have been you know probably the favorite for DC coming from Mike picking his guy. You know what I mean? Possibly, but but, I mean.
0: he, yeah, he, or he Joe never coached Witt the first with him That's why I was thinking Joe Witt. But but here is the thing. with Mike, Mike also has a track record too. He, he likes guys that also been coaches in this league or DCs in this league. But but Manuel to me, bro, it felt like Rooney Rule. It just did. smelt like yeah. Rooney Rule.
4: I I just say because he I think Mike asked for Joe. You know when coming Dan Quinn and, and Joey had that interview. Uh, you know the same year Dan Quinn came in mm-hmm. and you know I think there was a Mike suggesting there that and that it was kind of like uh. We we'll go with Dan, you know, even though he just came off from of having
0: the uh the one Joneses, of the worst defenses. The Joneses said, yeah. "No, we're going with Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not letting you yeah. pick the defensive coordinator yeah. again, sir. You're, you're we, taking Dan. We quick.
4: let you, yeah, yeah. We let you pick yours. Uh, we, we'll take this over, yeah. But that's all I got, man.
0: All right, brother. Appreciate you, Banks. All
4: right,
0: Scott. Let's get back to this thing. Uh, the Cornerbacks, real quick. We can finish off the phone calls here. Uh, he, he brought up he brought up Gilly, man. Uh, let, me, let me actually bring this up, this one up. And and the everything surrounding Gilly is, is his return. Does he want to come back or whatnot? Well, he and everybody in the National Football League seem to be down there in Las Vegas, radio Road, talking and whatnot about everything. And I know the soundbite everybody's gonna go to is the, his reaction to D Law and the other and Micah and what's his name had a reaction too. I'm, I'm with them. I mean, that's just... Look, let's be honest. D-Law, that was stupid of you to say. I don't know why you said that. And everybody like, come on, man. What are we doing? Here? Tired? No. Burnt out? What are, we, what are we talking about? That was dumb. I don't know why D-Law did that. I'm not in his head. That was... He He, he had a moment there. But more importantly for Gilly, they asked him about wanting to return. And to me, I, I know it sounds cliche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we want to return. And yada, yada, yada. He's sitting there with his boy this felt like hey i want to work something out man i need to i need to get back here i want to i want to run this thing back and uh take a listen to it
3: stefan so. uh, what's your approach to free agency Or would you prefer to be back with the cowboys for sure i mean i want to be back and you know
4: because i think i for sure think we have the pieces to beat it get get to where we want to be and i want to be part of that and um, you know so march start march is when free agency starts. so you gotta come hope, back with his bro. Hopefully, we can get something done. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, he, he, he Let's can, make can, it happen. I need, I need him back. Yeah, I, I want to run it back with yeah. you know, um, be cooks. You know, all these guys, great players on the team, have an opportunity to play with Bland another year and yeah. Trey coming back off yes. ACL. Yes. So nice
3: yeah, job with that, three, the three of you. man. that and that bland yeah. yeah. dressing yeah. like <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. Watching practice, I'm like, he is Kawhi
0: Leonard in the NFL, man. Yeah, man, want to bring it back, man. I know he don't sound enthusiastic, that, but that is just how Stephon Gilmore talks. But the bond that him and Cooks has, and you saw Cooks over there looking like, man, you better be back here, man. And I would bring him back. I would look, man. Stephon Gilmore. I thought he was a fantastic trait, one of the better ones the Joneses have done. In the last decade. 100% of success. Whether you go look at the film. Or whether you look at the numbers. Either way. He he had a successful first year in Dallas. He tied for 4th in the NFL. In forced in completions. Top 20 in completion percentage. 55%. That was his best since his defensive rookie of the year. I'm sorry. Defensive player of the year season in 2019. you guy talking about top 20. There's like hundred and something cornerbacks. And when you go look at when he went up against some of the top guys in the league, right? Did he win all the time? No, I'm not saying he did that. But just go look. Just go down the list when he was targeted against these guys. Versus Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Two receptions, 27 yards. Keenan Allen had two receptions for 46 yards. Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, two receptions, 24 yards. You'll see a trend here, two receptions. DK Metcalf, y'all remember what happened with DK Metcalf? He was smoking Deron Bland. It was no answer. It was Deron Bland's bad game. They said, hey, 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 young brother, I got this. Locked DK down, two receptions, 16 yards. Stephon Gilmore, two receptions, 25 yards. Reek, two receptions, 23 yards. I mean, how crazy is this? Two receptions in all these. Are. Amara, St. Brown, two receptions, 23 yards. Against Terry McLaurin in the first matchup, zero receptions, zero yards. They targeted five times. The second matchup, one reception, 13 yards. Against A.J. Brown, I'm talking about the Week 14 game because that's when we whooped on him. and That was a game where, you know, he was stripping A.J. Brown and it was going back and forth. So, yeah, old man. Combined, when targeted, eight receptions, 81 yards, and a forced fumble. And a lot of those yards came and blow out time. Absolutely you bring back Diggs. I mean, if he wants to be back, I, and, and it's and obviously it's not some hey, man, we wanted three years, 75 million. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like obviously a comfortable deal. He's been in the league for a while. I don't think he's gonna garner go a ton of money, but I'll ask you guys Would you bring back Stefan Gilmore? I'm sorry, not Diggs, Stephon Gilmore. I 100% would. I do think it's funny. A couple years ago, digs broke out and everybody was talking about yards. Nobody's talking about yards no more. There was 25 cornerbacks. Targeted at least 80 times this year. Gilly was in the top 10 in least amount of yards. Allowed. Now, I will say this, Cowboys Nation.
3: Stephon, what's your approach Um, to free agency? Would you prefer to be back with
0: Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. I will say this, Cowboys Nation. It was a late nugget that dropped sometime last week. Um, We talked about it last month after the game was over. He went and got surgery on the shoulder. I didn't know what the extent of the surgery was, but the the news came out that that was more of a serious uh, surgery that's going to you know require a long recovery four to six months but also been reported that he will be ready for camp so there's that i do want to make sure i give you that but i'm bringing him back man let me go see what you guys are saying no (laughs) was it a 4 good brothers man no question hell yes 100 percent um i know there's a few in here that that are out on it I'm just I just want to know like I was talking to my man Mel about it he feels like he's losing the step a little bit and that's fair he probably is but how can you argue against that and and the tape too right like the tape is there too so I am curious uh for those who may be out on bringing him back let me see uh yes bring him back 100% bring him back Gilly locked down yeah no doubt yeah I'm I'm bringing him back man I'm bringing him back I think he'd be good for for the locker room again um it it reminds me it's so crazy because cooks and, and Gilmore are are like one in the same for those rooms I know I know j Lou is there but I kind of look at j Lou in the same way I might look at Gallup right oh well Gallup's been around for six seasons or whatever it's been he he's a veteran in that room to help C. D. lamb yeah, but Gallup ain't cooks Oh, J. Lou's been in the room. He's, yeah, but, but J. Lou ain't gilly. And Diggs and DB are still... I, I, I Well, Diggs been in the league for five. I get it. But these are still younger players still learning t- how to be leaders. I know a lot of people expect these young players just to automatically come in here because what Dak did and be... Le- that, that's just not how it works. You've got to earn your stripes in this league. And you actually heard... um. CD and and Micah talking about that. And that's something I brought up last year in regards to CD. Where I thought it was a mistake for the Joneses to get rid of Coop and not bring in a veteran like a Cooks. Because I'm like, hey, y'all do understand that he's still learning in this league. He's still climbing this ladder. So if you're expecting him to be the, the lead dog leader in the room in his third season. And he's still learning the ropes. He, he's trying to hone in on himself and not necessarily anyone else. And that's no disrespect to, to the leadership title, but I don't think you just automatically become a leader in one or two years. I think you have to kind of develop that. Listen to Brandon, Brandon cooks talked about, it. he said, Hey, early in my, in my career, I was pissy. I was mad. I learned that. I don't even to do me no good that you're learning. You're growing as a person, but you heard Micah and you heard CD lamb talk about it. Hey, I, we need we need to become leaders. We need to step up and do, and do that. And I think that's just something that you just kind of as you age, as you mature, as you go through trials and tribulations that can develop if you're not just this natural born leader. So I'll, I'm 100 percent welcoming him back. If you go look at the cornerback free agent is it's not it's not the greatest, y'all. I know LeJarius Sneed is out there and whatnot, and he's going, he going to get paid. I don't think you're going to have to pay Gilly that much. I think you'll be able to get a, a comfortable deal for Gilly, bring him back. You got Diggs returning. Think about it. Diggs returning ACL it might take him some time. I think you're going to need to have a guy like Gilly or J. Lou be brought back here for debt purposes as J. Lou, or I'm sorry, as Diggs gets back into the swing of things with this ACL. I don't think he's just going to come back and be right away. We've seen it here in Dallas. Um uh, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard sat down with a bunch of people. Funny Tony Pollard not knowing about Dan Quinn. But Tony Pollard said, yeah, I really wasn't starting to film quite my full season self until the Panther game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing it back, man, Gilly, man. It ain't even close. <laughs> Rollo says, Scott, we had Noah Brown. You see? Yeah, we had Noah Brown, James Washington. And Michael Gallup. I know y'all sick of me saying this, but I'm sorry. Just, just I was not enlightened, but to hear a guy like Brian McFadden, Super Bowl champion, speak about having that leadership in the room, that veteran presence, and not just anyo know, not not just James Washington, who ain't even much of a veteran, Noah Brown, but a guy that you that if he say you do this, you listening. Listen to Diggs in the in the preseason. I'm sorry, in, in camp. How many players are going to come in here and be able to tell Diggs what to do? Not many. You heard T.Y. talking about it. T.Y. got to Dallas last year. Say, hey man, come here. Come here. Come here, C.D. When you see this, do that. You know, these little things. You need, I think you need that. 100% you need that. Hey, man, Noah Brown had two games with C.J. Stroud. No, no, Noah Brown got two games, and we all think he did. Nah, but Noah Brown did. He he did ball out in those couple games. I ain't going to hold you. But let's not do this here, man. No, no, Noah Brown, they will replace his ass in a heartbeat over there in Houston. He's just another player. Let's not do that. I saw that special, K. T.Y. threw... So, you said he threw Coop under the bus. I think he was just being truthful. Coop is not a guy that is going to talk like that. However, I will say this. I do disagree a little bit in the sense of he kind of was alluding to the fact that Coop wasn't big homie. He was big homie in that locker room, in that room. He just wasn't about to be like... Like, if you go and look at uh, the sounds of the sideline. Brandon Cook's on the sideline. Hey, man, you do the, the... it's not Coop's game. At practice. Yeah. Behind the scenes? Yeah. During the game, no. He's more Marvin Harris. Noah Brown had a insanity moment. He sure did. For a secondary, there was one, there was one week where it was. <laughs> it was like all former Cowboys at the top of the list of like yards, yards in a game or something crazy like that. I think Noah and Schultz and somebody else I think it was but it was kind of hilarious to see that see that up there though yeah yeah Nico Collins so in the the Illuminati chat we often talked about how Nico Collins is who we wanted and needed Michael Gallup to be that's that's how that should have happened D'Amico over McCarthy. Sure. Him and Dalton. Yeah, him and Dalton was, was at the top of that list that day. Dalton had a solid year, but we got we got Ferg, man. As soon as they drafted Ferg, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the replacement. 100%. 100%. I think he had a better season. I think he a better player. And finally, we're going to wrap it up with DB and Trayvon Diggs. Not much on Diggs. In fact, I'll just bring it up right now. Look, y'all, Diggs is Diggs. We, we we just waiting for him to, you know, get back up to speed with the ACL. But Diggs is one of the best cornerbacks in the National Football League. Top playmaker at the position. He might have that title challenge, though. With Deron Bland. A year for the ages. With DB. And I get it. He's a cowboy. I never really expected it to happen. But I mean, he he truly had the, the statistical defensive player of the year season. 100%, man. I mean, when you have nine interceptions, five pick sixes, NFL record, 50.9 passer rating when targeted, 54% completion rate when targeted. I don't know if we truly appreciated it. He got cooked by DK Metcalf, and for whatever reason, people these these weird fans that are not Cowboy fans assume that he was just getting fried all year. That is completely not the case, <laughs> at all. This isn't a dude. This wasn't a boomer bust player. This wasn't a dude. Oh yeah, he got picks, but he was giving up seventy five percent completion, top top most yards in the league. You know they love to throw that out there with them. you know all these yards and all these touchdowns. Man, he had th- three touchdowns given up all year. He had more pick sixes, almost doubled it than touchdowns. And somehow, some way, you got people out here in these streets talking about, oh yeah, Deron Bland overrated. Bro, you know, I need to stop getting myself so worked up with these type fans. But that's why, that's why I love this show because y'all, y'all are smart fans. Y'all don't think that way. And let's also take into account Deron Bland. Came into this league, or came into the season as a slot corner. Diggs goes down. He switches the defensive player of the year. And I was like, hey, y'all. Or I'm sorry, he switches the outside cornerback. Hey, y'all. Deron gonna be cool. Give him a couple games. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about Deron out there. He showed he could play out there. Man's parlayed that into a defensive player of the year type of season, man. I didn't see that coming. But I think he's he's like everything you want out of a defensive back, a young defensive back. I think he's special because of his ability to go inside. He showed he can he can do some damage outside. He showed he can be a a, a playmaking slot corner too. And it, again, it's not boom or bust. The dude, he's he can lock dudes down. Now, is he a perfect? No, he's a second year player. But like I said, when we were talking about Jay Lou, I think he's your most physical corner. I do. I think he's your best cornerback against the run. I think, and if you go look at some of those highlights, I didn't let it play out. You see him defending these screens, these quick hitters. He comes down and, and he's wrapping up. Hell, you you put... I'm surprised Dan Quinn didn't put 15 pounds on him and put him at linebacker. I'm just saying. But 14 interceptions in his first two seasons, five pick sixes, quarterback rate when targeted is great. Dude dude has it all, man. He has it all, and he's going into his third year. um, And he's probably going to be your most important defensive back as DeRon Bland gets to the swing, or as uh, Diggs gets back into the swing of things. Yeah, I think I think DB is gonna be most important because he's gonna be obviously your best and youngest corner. Diggs is gonna to try to get back into the so he might have to take on some some more responsibilities. Here's what I'm excited about. If they do bring in Zimmer, one of the things we haven't seen from DB yet is a blitzer. Oh, I think they I think I think Zim will use him as a blitzer. I don't know why, again, this is another reason why Dan Quinn, I just think he's his, his had an expiration date. Go look at Spags. I said it last night. I said it last week. Spags is the best at getting free rushers home. But if you go look at Zim, and we did. We took a little bit of a look at his film. But if you even do a more extensive look, Zim brings DBs. DB smart. D- Deron Bland is smart. So if you bring him back inside into the slot, run a 4-4. He's a quick athlete. Smart athlete. Zim doing a, the double A-gap mugs, split mug fronts, peel off a guy. Next thing you know, you got De'Ron Bland blitzing. Boom! Sack fumble. Something crazy like that. So now you add another layer to him. Not only can he go on the outside and, 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 and be a defensive player of the year candidate, make plays. Not only can he be a slot guy and make plays, we saw in his rookie year. But now he can blitz? And I think Zim will have fun with him. And what you can do is if you, if you put him there, you know I this... Quarterback has to get the ball out. So now I got a smart, both of these guys are smart in Diggs and Gilly, but I got a, a a super high level former defensive player of the year in Gilly, and I got this playmaking dude in Diggs. Oh, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, AJ said, if D- Sky with Diggs coming back, and if Gilly comes back, who starts on the side? Gilly or Bland? If if Gilly comes back, I think you roll out Diggs, Gilly, Bland in the slot. So I would do. If he's ready, if he's ready. All right, Los, what's up, man?
5: Yo, good morning, Scott. Man, hey, mm, football's over, man. Uh, Another year. I've- uh, out the books, man. And hey, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just glad these damn 49ers didn't get one. You know, cause I'll be damned if they get a six one before us. But, anyways, um, and let me be real for a second. They're 0 and three in the Super Bowl and 0 and four in the NFC Conference Championship game. So who are who are the real big time choke artists? You know what I'm saying? But hey, they're a great team, great run organization. But what's to come show for it, Sky? And I'm just going to say this it's not just the Cowboys and this fan base, we, we, which we feel some type of way. It's 31 other teams. And our issue is our social coverage at this team is beyond any team stratosphere. And, you know, so of course everything is more highlighted and brought to the attention. And not only, and on, and on top of that, you see the urgency from the top of, um, you know, from what you see on top to get there. So we can't have chances of being in the big dance until you're bringing the consistency of greatness every year. Which ties to my last four, and I'll close it out, Scott. Um, Mahomes and Andy Reid, man. First ballot Hall of Famers. And guess what? This was supposed to be on a vulnerable year. And for them... Both years. they
0: just find a way. Back-to-back years. It was supposed to be the worst for Andy Reid and Pat, and these boys won. They traded... They traded uh, Tyreek Hill and won back to back Super Bowls, dog. Come on, man.
5: Exactly, and they just find a way. And are, and are we surprised by that? I'm not. Surpri- the, no. That organization, goats. the way they run, and they just brought that championship mentality and that culture to to that moment. They, you know, they drafted Mahomes and had that plan. It was like, all right, we all about this action. Now let's go get it. You know, and you just can't hate this guy. You just can't. And I'm just a mind greatness, right? No, I love greatness. I'm I was rooting hella, for greatness. Yeah, and I'm just hella happy for my Texas dogs, Mahomes, uh, Rice, uh, yeah, Bolton, right? But hopefully we have our Cowboys representing this great state, this great city, but we'll see how everything moves, especially this off season and their definition of urgency. But we'll to we'll, we'll see, you know, I, I'm – I'm a DC for life guy. You know that. I root for all the teams here. And we'll see. And quick note, Sky, uh, if I can, you know, go off a little bit. If you haven't been to a Mavericks game, Sky, I know I, I we about to been turn to up. Been to one. I, you, I you,
0: huh? I've been to one. I went to the Western Conference uh, game five, me and Vach, against uh, the Warriors a couple years ago. That's the only Mavericks game I've been to.
5: Okay, but, yeah, you, you got to go to one. We about to turn up. And I know you're a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. kind of young, but, but yeah, I know y'all pick up with He should be solid for y'all. But in all seriousness, I just want to say these past years, the 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 GM for Nico, man, he has been on fire. You, you got to look into it. And hopefully the Jones can give him a call and do some homework on what it actually means to have urgency and help your team win now. That's all I got to say, Scott. Peace out, you have a great morning.
0: Appreciate you, love- yeah, it feels like the the ownership and, and the management of not just Mavs, the stars, the Rangers, everybody in this area, they they all have the same singular mindset. But not ours. Not ours. Yeah, when I first came down here, I said, you know what, I'm gonna have to adopt the Mavs, man. I'm gonna have to adopt the Mavs just because I'm here. You know, I, I come from a, a, a city where we don't have we don't have a professional team. And I'd be damned if I was rooting for the Eagles. Um, so, or the Sixers. Hated both of them. Respected to idol. But, um, came down here. I was like, yeah, man, I adopt the Mavs, but I haven't really. I went to the game or whatnot. I don't really watch the Mavs like that, I've been following. Shouts out to Kevin Gray. But, man, I know this. It's real easy to get involved in their media. So, a hey, Zach, I cover the Mavs, big dog. I cover them. Just saying, man. All right. Last call of the day. Good morning, three three four. What's up, Scott? Man, how you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm good, man. F the Niners, dog. Facts. F the Niners, man. The Niners got bang bang, bro.
0: <laughs> I mean, that gotta be the oh, man. that gotta be the most <laughs> sus rally cry I've ever heard in my life.
2: They got game bang man. Oh. And I'm so happy
0: for
2: him. Too. I'm so happy for him. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Yeah. But anyway, man, I just got two points right, on yeah, the possible man. That's uh let's get one. Two
0: of the possible.
2: Yeah, man. Oh yeah. Absolutely bring gilly back, bro. Yeah. Absolutely bring him back, man. We I just I need him in that locker room, man. One hundred percent I need him in that locker room. And um you can tell, man, that he's want to be here he want he wants to be in Dallas bro you know what I'm saying and you know and like you said earlier man, we we you just don't know how Trayvon gonna come back 100 or not you know what I mean so you know we need him out there bro we gonna you know what I mean like you said we can get if we can get J Lou for, for a low price man let's let's go with it bro man but we if it got to be him or Gilly man I'm, I'm going with get it out
0: same same that's that's, that's how I felt and it's not. It's not a knock on Jay Lewis. Just that if if they have to pick between the two, give me the better player.
2: Most definitely, bro. I, I mean, like, and, you know, him in that locker room, man. You just, you just tell, man. Like, bro, it brought it brought a whole new confidence out of the um, the the d b the the cornerbacks, um, man. We need that. We need that momentum, bro. We need that with the guys, bro. And I ain't really, and I was taking point. I was like, um, I don't know, really, about um.
0: Eric Scott just yet, man. Like I don't want to give up on him. I don't want to give oh, up nah, on him. Oh, nah, I nah. Mean, yeah, we we can't give up on him, right? I mean, fifth round pick didn't play.
2: Right, right, man. I just my expectations like, you know,
0: are low, but
2: yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just I think, man. You know, I think hopefully, hopefully in year two, man. You know, you know that that um that Rick, them rookie jitters could be gone. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying, and especially like you know. He still if we can get Gilly them if we can get people like Gilly back, man, that's just another year for him to learn. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And build and get and build up that confidence. I just, you know, I really like I I really um, you know, I'm I really just hope like, you know, he uh be he, he be better in the second year, man. And uh the, the third one was like, man, what D loft said, bro, it, I he's man D? I'm talking about man. Like bro, that that's some stuff that you don't say, bro. I don't care. Man, like who are you trying to impress, bro? You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh Tired? I don't know what that was about, bro. That 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 reminded me of Bert, Xavier nah. Woods. Xavier 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 Woods? Wait. Yeah, minute. it was Xavier Woods. He said that um now nah, my, my wrestling my wrestling head just I was thinking about the other Xavier Woods, but Xavier yes, Xavier Woods, the Cowboys. Who said, oh, yeah, we don't go yeah. 100%, 100%. Bro, what did, you don't say that, d What that are was, you talking about? What are we doing here, man? Like, Yeah, that was dumb. That we was are dumb professionals, man.
2: You're you professionals. You, I mean,
0: it's another word you was
2: you were thinking that You don't say it, brother. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah. I don't know. Lie, not on national TV, but, and out of all people you want to say it to. You want to say it
0: to Come on, man. Hold up. Well, like, I think so. If I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, I feel like bruh felt pressured. He ain't never been on no first take like that. They asked him a question, and for some odd reason, see this is how I know they must they dis they got to be disconnected from from social media because you 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 should have been practicing. You should have been practicing your speech, your your PC stuff, whatever you needed to say. Uh, but you don't come uh, out there and say. Uh. You could have just said, hey man, yeah, we had to be better. They came out and played better than us, you know. It, you know, I gotta, you don't go out there and say we was we was burnt out. Bro, what? Burnt. And did, and did so, everybody else they said, hey, so were you burnt out? Nah, I don't know what he talking about. They were <laughs> they was removing themselves from that. <laughs> I don't know what bro talking about. You he <laughs> on some other shit. But yeah, man, you can't I don't do know, that. Bro. Yes. All right, man, that's all I wanted, man. Good to talk to you, bro. Cabo yep.
2: Nation, what up?
0: Yes, sir, appreciate you. Boy, look. That 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 just flashbacks of Xavier Woods. Oh, it's not possible to go 100. You don't you don't say that. And he knows he regrets that. Cause now, guess what? You got you guys. Is it Wooly? They call him Wooly on 105 to the fans. Zach Woolchuk. Hey y'all, uh, man. Zach, hey, look, Zach. If you're listening, just having fun. Love Zach. Never mind, I ain't going to say what I want <laughs> But Zach be like, hey, y'all, uh, yeah, so yeah, just just wanted to ask you that about. Uh, DeMarcus Lawrence said you guys were tired, tired lately. And and, and you just saw Gilly come on, man. I don't know, and Zach was like, yeah, yeah, speak on it, yeah. And now you got these dudes answering these questions, man. And come on, d Law, man, you can't do that. Yeah, brand management, man. Shots out to Zach. Is it, is it Zach? One of them. They got the, you know, the voice. Let's get to the Super Chats. Man. <laughs> John Machoda got the crazy voice too. I can't even imagine. John Machoda, but they got to limit John Machoda's words. I, it's just way too nasally for me. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But he got the professional radio voice, so shouts out, shouts, shouts out to Zach. But when Zach get the going, boy? (laughs) Brand manager, let me shut up. Super, super chat. All right, uh, Sanjay earlier dropped five and says Kyle Shanahan pulled a Pete Carroll should have ran the ball three times. Yeah, Shaney's game management was not great last night. Again, I still stand on it. Best scheme in the game. Game, but but you still got to call it, right? And I don't think he called it right as well. Tiana, appreciate it. Super you. chat. Miss T dropped five and said, you could tell who was outside, and who wasn't, when caught up, bad girl, and superstar came on. Millennials, that was our halftime show. 80s baby, 90s kid. Facts. Facts. I, and, and, and Tiana, I was so surprised because I'm not gonna hold you. There was a, there was a, a, a large uh, part of me that believed he was just about to go out there and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Like he was just about to you know appease to, to the top forty crowd, and I was just man a little worried. But a part of me when he didn't he play um love in his club. See this is this is another part of the When he played, when he I think it was Love in his club, right? I was I was waiting for either to re I was waiting for Wayne to come out, maybe Beyonce, Jeezy. Brought everybody else out. You should have brought you should have brought Jeezy out. You brought the rest of that out. Should have brought Jeezy out. But now nah, when he dropped those three songs, I was like, okay, Usher, you thinking about us? Appreciate you, Black Lion. Super chat, he dropped five and said, "My wife's nephew is Rashaad Rice, plays for the Chiefs. We are honorary Chiefs fans. So happy he got the chip his rookie year and uh, beat our hated nemesis." Shouts out to Rashaad Rice. He, you know, he's a guy that you know, foots not covered when we we were doing our was a Senior Bowl week. Uh, I think it was Senior Bowl week, and man, he he grew up real fast. Real fast, and he's going to be a really good wide receiver one for that team. I mean, clutch catches, clutch yak yardage in that game. Um, Just, man, Brett Veach. The Hunts, Brett Veach, Spags, Andy, Pat. It's just one line, man. It's just one line. He's zigzagging all over the place. Um, and then Twan dropped five. Super chat. Tuan said, can you imagine the smarts of Gilly alongside the Diggs, emerging that play style Diggs with Gilly can teach? Man. And that's what that's what hurt, you know, when when um when Diggs went down, it, it just was envisioning those two for 16, 17 weeks, whatever it was. Now, fortunately, you know, DB stepped up, but you heard Diggs in all season, but like, man, seeing how he works, listen to him, learning a lot from him. Learning a lot from him. And, uh, I man, bring him back. Bring him back. He he, I think he will help once he'll pass that torch. Not just the torch of, hey, you that guy, but that torch of, now you, you're you the leader. A lot of these young guys are, are still learning that. Maybe it never happens, but I, I'd like to have a guy that could at least teach that. And I think that's it for the Super Chats. P- appreciate you guys. Yeah, shouts out to, yeah, Texas boy. He won the SMU. Do I think Campbell would have won this game? For which team? I'd probably say no either way, but. Jeezy, Trap Music God, facts. And Gucci. Man, hey, hey, J-Jack, I don't know if you listening, bro. Jay Jack made me this, this Gucci Man mixtape years ago, man. I'm so mad I lost that. It was it was perfection. It was the perfect Gucci Man mixtape. Scroll up here. Professor O said, peace up, A-10. He definitely brought the A to the world. You heard him at the end. I brought the A to the world. Come on, man. That halftime show was fire. What y'all talking about? C Mac had the hot hand. Shanahan went away from him. Yeah. I'm three three in a row. Run, run, pass, pass, run. Whatever. I don't care. It's going in. It's going to CMC three times in a row. Maybe four if you need to. Oh yeah, Bobby definitely got that. He got that perfect. I don't even know how to. Bobby got the voice too. That's all I'm saying. Bobby got the voice too Oh uh, y'all crazy uh, Can can we talk about Jermaine Dupree In the Sunday school socks Y'all oh, can I, I hope I find this We ain't overtime Oh I hope I can find this I hope I can find this They They did Jermaine Dupree so wrong Oh here it is Oh this is hilarious Hold up, hold up, hold up, y'all! Hold up, hold up, y'all! Gots to see this now. <laughs> hold up now. Oh, I can't wait to talk to Boss later. Wait a minute. Give me a second, y'all. Just y'all, just hold right with me. Appreciate y'all for being here. We in overtime now. Now we gonna we going we gonna make fun of Jermaine Dupri's. Somebody said they thought that was CeeLo Green. Oh man. God dang, where you at? Here you go. Y'all, turn this music off. Turn that up real quick. So here goes Jermaine Dupri, right? Y'all can't even see his whole outfit. God damn, Can y'all see it like this? Yeah, y'all can see it like this. So here goes Jermaine Dupri. If you miss Jermaine Dupri's outfit, y'all, I don't know what he uh, He's celebrity. crazy. But this... but uh, my, my boy, boy. ain't... Somebody said this was how they fitted Jermaine Dupree. Hold on, y'all gotta see this. Y'all just hold tight. this will be your laugh for the day. That's for damn sure. i
6: Hey, getting fitted for my wedding. You know what I mean? I just want to talk about, I mean. <laughs> he said this Jermaine
1: Dupree getting fitted. gonna be a little slimmer by then, though. i lose some of this. I'm Yeah. 188
3: down there yeah
2: alright you can take
4: this on back track ayaaa 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 the, the tail, tail is slain, slain. Yeah. the tail is going on alright
3: you can take this on back track <laughs>
0: You can't beat the internet, bro. Oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. you. You can't mess up on this internet. Golly, I remember back in 2012 or whatever it was, 13 maybe, when RG3 broke his knee again, and they put him. They put the RG3 on a wheelchair logo. That's when I knew. Oh, you can't. You can't f up. If you mess up, it's, and that was like. 12 years ago. It just got worse. Oh, man. What a prank. Yeah, I don't know what Jermaine Dupree was doing, (laughs) man. Put the Tyler suit on. (laughs) What'd you say, not Chuck? Undefeated, bro. Undefeated. Let me do one more. One more little search here. We good to go. Oh, yeah, see, 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 I knew somebody snuck up here. Shout out to True Believer. He dropped two and said, Kelvin Joseph got a Super Bowl ring. He ain't really get a Super Bowl ring, though. I get it. It says Kelvin Joseph is signed to a futures deal with Kansas City. Uh, Technically, you're not a part of the the roster until the following season, but, Kelvin Joseph won, like, his 16, man. But, he can say I was there, I guess. Yeah. He can say I was there. All right, y'all, look. It's only Monday. We still got a whole week to go. I don't know if if, if, if I'll be here the entire week. I'm, I'm trying to modify the off-season schedule because things are about to start to slow down a little bit. But um, And plus, as y'all know, I got some a lot of things going on in my personal life. However, uh, we'll be back. I think we're going to start, since the season's over, perfect timing to start our free agent uh, series where we'll be doing our primer for each position, uh, and y- y'all know how that go. Cowboy criteria, and we're gonna do all in type of moves or whatever. Have fun with it. Later today, I'll be back on Vach's show. Uh, also, that schedule's been altered uh, altered a little bit, but we still gonna give y'all a fire show as we always do. So make sure y'all come through. And Mo will be back on tonight uh, for A to Z Sports Prime Time. Also, y'all can check him out on doc not dot com. That's that's mothership on A to Z Sports Dallas. Dot com, where he's dropping the fantastic articles, as he always does. You're welcome, Miss Sheila. You're welcome. That, that 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 made me laugh too, man. Uh, two to three live shows. Shit, I wish I could only do two. To three. That probably ain't gonna happen, but we, we're going to alternate it a little bit here. Um, once, you know, the new one gets here, but I'm I'm trying to see if we can we can switch it up a bit. Maybe not five. Likely, maybe four in a video. I'd love to do three in the video, but we'll see. We'll see. It all depends how, how things go behind the scenes. But uh, I do think it's beneficial, in my opinion. I know y'all want me to be here every day, but I just don't want to come on here and, and just talk nonsense with y'all. Y'all know how I feel about that. Not, not what I do. Uh, I don't like to just talk about the nonsense. I like to actually give y'all a quality show. And I think sometimes you know, that requires more than uh, you know, a few hours of, of work to put in to, to come up with nothing. But that's just me we'll see what happens move forward, yo. Either way, press this button. What's the goddamn button? Push the goddamn button?
3: That's
0: right. Quality over quantity to me, man. Quality over quantity. I can talk about every little thing that comes out of the Cowboys. Oh my God, somebody sneezed wrong. What does it mean? We're not doing that here, man. We do not do that here. Everybody, love y'all. Hey, they, they dropped the ball on the co host now. They they dropped the ball originally that was supposed to happen but guess what they don't let a brother figure out how to do it by himself